Now live on FXBGPublicRadio.com is the new iTunes app. This is Below the Deck. Below the Deck. With Nick. On FXBGPublicRadio. Ladies and gentlemen, it is September 10th. This is another episode of Below the Deck on FXBGPublicRadio.com. I'm Nick, as always, your host. Tonight we got on the phone with a special guest all the way from D.C., Angelica Estrella. How are you doing, Angelica? Doing well. How about you? Uh, I'm doing great, man. It's a pretty good Tuesday. Um, it's nice out here. Are you, You're in D.C., correct? I am, yes. So you're in the same nice weather today. It was a little bit warm, but getting ready for that fall. Yep. Leaves are already falling down. It looks great, and it feels good out here, too. Oh, that's super awesome. Um, So, Angelica, for people who don't know you, can you give them a quick rundown? Um, we're out here in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Um, uh, can you give oh, people- so we're neighbors. <laughs> yeah, right down the road from you. So that's super cool. Um, I know you got the band and stuff jumping up there. I got some of your music we're going to play. But if you just want to give people a background, you know, for out here that don't know you, if you just give them a rundown kind of where you came from and, you know, what, what you're doing right now. Yeah, yeah, for um, for sure. So my band is called WeAreUnicorns.com. And it is just me, kind of like Florence in the Machine, if you ever heard of her, or, um, Nine Inch Nails, kind of like that. And we do a lot of rock. Um, I play most of the instruments, or I get um, other people from one line to um, play into one of the songs that I've produced. And then I sing over the tracks that I've produced on my computer. I have a little home studio, and I do that all here. Wait. And our songs are, yeah, our songs Hold are basically on. about, like, domestic violence and, um, you know, because I'm a survivor. So we talk about surviving, and sometimes my kids sing backup. <laughs> so uh, that's wow. pretty cool, too. Yeah, that's super awesome. I listened to some of your stuff, and we're going to play that. You play the, your own instruments on there. Yes, yes. So you got, like, the Dave Grohl vibe, you know, when he started Foo Fighters, he did his whole first album. Yes. He played the whole He's thing one himself. of my number one influences. Yeah, yes. I is. love every band he's ever been in. Awesome. Well, yeah, shout out to the VA people, you know, Dave Grohl's from VA, so, but... Um, yeah. That's awesome, man. That's super dope. That's really, really dope. I think... I mean, now I have. I feel like I have to go into it before we even get into more conversation can we all right um, let's do it let's go down i'll go down here let's play um we'll maybe start with leverage uh yeah leverage is a really great one because we play a couple yeah can i just kind of like set the stage for leverage because it's such a powerful song yeah, that was the, yes, that was my next question. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, go ahead sorry, and tell me, like, why don't you tell people what like Leverage was about and how, yeah, how you came about with um, Leverage. What is this song about? And, um, you know, obviously you said uh, the songs have meanings to you. You're the writer. So uh, Leverage yeah. is on here. It's um, classic metal and it's also in E yeah. minor. So you're definitely yeah. getting into the notes and stuff. But why don't you explain to people if um, for what, what was Leverage? What was the mindset behind this song? So Leverage is about um, a girl who finds herself in a domestic violence situation with a man who kind of like blames her for all of his problems. And she finally like collects herself and, and leaves him. And he kind of turns into like drugs and things like that. But she uh, turns to Jesus and religion. <laughs> and so it's just kind of like that. And instead of like, you know, her being bitter about it, she's kind of like prays for him. And that's what the song's about. But um, I'm a big metal fan, so I had to do something, you know, kind of hardcore and, you know, flyleaf related, you know, stuff like that. Awesome. So we got Leverage here, and this is yeah. by, uh, do you, what, what is your stage name? Just your full name? Angelica Estrella, yeah, it's my name. Australia. Estrella. With Estrella. Not the, not the Spanish way, it's Portuguese, yeah. Uh, so Estrella, okay. Um, yeah. So Angelica Estrella is on here. We're going to play Leverage right now for you guys on FXBGPublicRadio.com below the deck. Check this out. I know that you, oh, exactly what I you tried to fight me back. 
tried to fight her, but she she is stronger than we thought. Her name was Sarah. There was no love better than hers, but she kicked her to the curb. Maybe cross for all your problems, but after money comes someone you searched. Until the reason became a curse I know the truth is Oh, it's exactly what I thought You tried to fight me, but I I was stronger than you thought We know the truth is Oh, it's exactly what we thought You tried to fight her, but she she is stronger than you thought And now she has a better life without you And she even takes surprise about your soul She's been made completely whole We've been collecting all the broken pieces We pray one day I'll give it all to Jesus Christ So you too can be made That was a double double down on there. Sorry, I'd be pushing the own buttons <laughs> over here. It's FXBGPublicRadio.com. That was Leverage by Angelica Estrella. And, um, man, super, super fire. I felt like we had to play that song before, before we could get more in-depth, or just one of your songs, before we could continue with um, going on with our... Um, yeah, can I get sound back? Yeah, there you go. Sorry. Sorry, I was... Uh... EK, the DJ, is also in the building. He's running the boards from the other side. I just need to get my sound back. Um, yeah, but that's definitely also... I feel like they need to hear that before you continue with the interview because you have to understand the genre of music that you do to understand kind of... I've only done research on you, but to understand the personality and the, and the backing behind some of the music, uh, which yeah. is rock. Rock and roll. The grunge. <laughs> There is no grunge uh, like bands really left out there. Right. And that is yeah. super super dope that you know whenever you um whenever you explain the song you definitely would have thought that something different was going to come out besides drums yeah. and heavy metal and especially the fact that you made all the instruments yourself is even more phenomenal in my eyes cuz that's that's some of the most it's the hardest music to make, I think, is is hardcore type grunge stuff because it has to be real, but it also has to have yeah. the 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 grunge feel, for lack of a better term. Um, right. How did you decide that that's what you wanted to use your talents for? Because obviously you could sing. How did you decide that you wanted to get into doing the rock and roll scene? Well, I am a rocker. Like it's yeah. just through my veins. Um, I grew up in the in the nineties, and you know. The first album I ever bought, and it was a, a more, you know, relaxed rock, but it was actually the Dave Matthews Band. It was, like, where I first, first, first Virginia. fell in love with the first album I've ever bought. Oh, I love hmm? shouting out. I said, we're shouting out Virginia all day today. <laughs> Dave yeah. Matthews Band is also from Virginia. <laughs> yeah, so that was actually the first, that was, that's why I said it was the first album I've ever, I ever bought. Hmm. And I just fell in love with their sound. And, um, well, my dad, he runs, 
um, what's, it's called Wolfson Records and Equipment out in Jacksonville, Florida. Wow. And he is like a prog rock fanatic. Like he was just, you know, poured rock into me. Right. So it's just kind of veins. who I am. That's awesome. And when did you, um, when did you start making music? I started made, making music, um, I was 12 years old. So uh, that was, not going to give away my age, but that was about 20 years ago. <laughs> She's that I started 100 making... for anybody asking. She's 100. Don't worry about it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm almost, I'm pushing 40. I have, you know, children that have already graduated high school. I, they help me sing in the band. If you follow me on social media, you'll see my family, you know, who I am. But um, yeah, so that is pretty much, my, you know, my dad was into, poured rock into us. And that's kind of what made it happen and I started it when I was 12 started just writing songs was your um, um, oh sorry go ahead no go ahead I was gonna say was your first style um, rock did you start with rock or did you start in church stuff or did you did you do choirs or anything in school but even before that yeah when I was in school um, we sang the first song ever performed was Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen wow we sang in choir yes in um, in school yeah. Yes. And then before that, of course, I sang in um, churches. Um, my family's Afro-Latina, so we grew up in the black churches um, a little bit here and there. My mom kind of bouncing around to different kinds of churches, different d- denominations. But um, whenever we went to church, I would just go up, grab the mic, start making up my own songs and have the congregation clapping along to like, you know, really simple um, <laughs> to one or two lined uh, choruses. Oh, you were little uh, Michael Jackson and I'm just, oh, who's this kid? <laughs> like, Hold on, give me the mic. I'm about to sing my own original. I have an original. I know it says that I'm going to sing what Amazing I did, Grace. I'd tell the band, you know, play this. I'd tell the band, play this, play this. And I was, I remember being as young as 10 and telling the band, play this or just start singing it. And they would, you know, adapt to whatever key I was singing in. And so you've already got You're one of those kind of like always had it in you to want to be a performer. Yes. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, and then obviously you said you've been through, obviously uh, bringing up the the other song while your intro, you say you've been through some struggles, um, obviously with domestic issues and things like that along yes, the way. Yes. Did that change the way that you wrote your music or did, you know, did for not to say the word inspired you know what i mean but that that yeah, 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 is yeah. that what you know what and, i mean like because obviously you're not going to give somebody that kind of credit that did something negative to you but you know right. I mean? did that push you to want to like i want to talk about this now no what it actually did was to be completely honest nothing no. i have always kind of um i've always wrote written about injustices people who know me have always heard my music you know i've been out you know in the underground for a while and i've consistently written about injustices and you know different situations but i noticed that once i had endured and escaped um domestic violence was when people started hearing and listening and connecting with what i would say it's connecting more with my music Mm Because I guess they, they, I was writing more from a place that other people could understand. No, it's if that the makes realest sense. thing. It definitely does. I'm a producer as my first job, and that's what I tell my artists about, especially new artists. And I'm like, these songs are good, but until you open up and tell a real story about yourself, your artists are not going to connect with you in the same way as you see like some of these artists that are mainstream that maybe their songs aren't every song isn't the the best song but they have their following based off of they're like this person really told me about themselves and i connected with that they don't connect with the flashiness and the oh yeah it's happy and it's saturday and like we have fun you know what i mean and that's something that you hear when you're out having fun but something that you listen to whenever you're down are you like, I'm not feeling right. great today. This is the stuff I listen to that makes me feel better about myself based off of it. Yeah. And it's not even the song is a positive message. It's just knowing that somebody else has been through that same thing. That's right. So I feel and that was that's what I love to do with my songs. Um, not to cut you off, sorry, but that's the main 
goal with my music is because I hear, um, you know, being in a bunch of support groups for domestic violence and, you know, being on the other side now, I, I heard a lot of women um, talking about why isn't there any music? What songs can I listen to? I heard so many women asking the exact same thing. And I was like, you know what? There isn't any music about this. I experienced this. I'm a musician. It's my job. I'm not a hero. <laughs> well, know, the, just... the grunge way, I think, is the best way to go about it because you wouldn't, it would be super sad to hear like an R&B song just like, you know what I yes. mean? To get too like exactly. with the pianos and the rain falling in the back. You're like, this is making me more right. depressed than I was exactly. when I wanted to hear it, but... So that's super cool with the grunge because it gives the anger aspect too. Yeah. Where you're like, I'm yes, not gives- sad, I'm angry. And that's right. That's super cool. Also, I'll tell you, you can cut me off whenever, dude. This is your show, so I, I'll yeah. just talk anyway. It's what I do. So I love to. But love to hear so I want to. So. You said the thing about anger, and I really wanted to jump in there because um, my oldest daughter who just graduated from high school. Her name is Derek Starr. She um, is an artist and as like a graphic artist, a visual artist. Mm-hmm. And one thing that she really inspired me was that she drew this picture. It was so awesome, a little anime picture. And it said it was an angry, angry girl, but she was just pink and beautiful. Like she had pink hair and a pink shirt on and <laughs> pink makeup. Right. And she wrote underneath it was in graffiti with anger is a gift. Oh. And I was like, wow, that is so powerful. And I love that. That was something else that really inspired me to make the music the way that I do. Right. Well, because you got to think, though, you have to be her number one. Like, that's your number one fan in life, not even just music wise. (laughs) So she's judging. She got that from you. Yeah. In general of like, this is my mom. I'm around her. This is the, (laughs) you know, uh, regardless of the um, because I'm going to play one of the other songs, too. I know that you have the same problem that I have. Which is, I curse a lot just in general while I'm talking. And it comes off sometimes when I'm saying, like, I'm telling you something positive, but I may have slipped a couple of the the curse words in there because I was having, Mm -hmm. like, it's just the way that I speak. But one of your songs, definitely, I love that you're singing up. Let me see. Actually, maybe we'll play another one. And then I put a little caption of why I cuss. And it is, and I I got to think of who the um, author is, but he is, he was from, I believe like the early 19 or late 1800s. And he was an outspoken uh, activist for women's rights. And he was telling people were, you know, affected and offended by the way he spoke. And he said, if a woman's house is on fire, do you want me to tell her gently and kindly to get her baby out of the fire? He's like, no, I'm going to cuss. I'm going to scream. You know, so I kind of take solace in in people who were like me, who came before me, who didn't, you know, pacify their words or tippy toe around extremely important and dangerous subjects. You know, if your house is on fire, you're going to say it whatever way it comes out. And sometimes that's the way things come out. Well, me and Madman were having a conversation. Shout out Madman. Um, He's on the show before ours. Shock Monkey Radio that comes on 6 to 7 o'clock. I was co-hosting with him. And we're talking about a stupid uh, movie about just the the Navy and the Army and and random stuff. But I was telling him because he was on a ship and stuff. But I was like, the realest thing that you'll ever see in a movie that's about war is when people start shooting at you, everybody starts cursing. You, right. You're cursing at other people. You're like, get your fucking head down. Get in that hole. Yes. Get the fuck away from the-. like everybody yes. is advent about like serious. Like, and that's why it's no like let's just make like make you move. Like you need to move now. And this I feel like is gonna make you move faster. I don't know, because I'm a little scared too. So I'm just freaking out right now, yelling at you. But it's definitely like sometimes it gets the point across also it's just something that like i don't know it just comes out of my mouth i i do it in meetings yeah it's the yeah. funniest thing dude i go to job interviews and they're like hey we want you to run so and so be the manager and i'm like man this motherfucking thing be-. and i'm like oh, oh man <laughs> i just said i was like i just said that to the owner of a company in a meeting but the right people will understand the, the sentiment behind what you're saying and they will respect you and it's 100% true I will tell you that 100% I no one has ever said anything to me about it 
I do. I That's always right. get the jobs, and nobody they, they give me nobody cares because they know I'm being real. Whenever you go yeah. into a meeting with somebody like, oh, it's going to be the best thing that you ever done. And I'm going to make sure everything's perfect. And that's not true. You can't make sure <laughs> everything's perfect. dude. You can, something's going to happen, dude. If you've ever run a live show, something's going to go wrong. It might not be a big thing, but everything's not going to be perfect. We can fix right. it. But like, you know, and for, you know, to go into that shit happens. <laughs> that's true. But, um, yeah, so if, if you give me it one minute, I would love to just tell you, um, it's, it's the quote is actually by William Garrison. Okay. And the reason I'm saying that is because I think everyone should, especially in this time, this climate where our country is right now, everyone should just take a moment to go and research William Garrison and find out who he was and what he did and how he spoke. And I think that everyone would just really like, really, really benefit no matter who you voted for you will benefit from listening to this man talk. Mm-hmm. Um, the quote that I put on there, it says, I'm aware that many object to the severity of my language, but is there not cause for severity? I will be as harsh as truth and as uncompromising as justice. On this subject, I do not wish to think or speak or write with moderation. And that is my anthem as a musician. That is my anthem to my children. I tell them the same thing. I say, don't try to curb your words or, or speak in a certain way because people expect certain things out of you. Tell the truth and tell it as raw and as pure as it comes to your heart. Just pour it out. And people who are honest and true, they'll connect with it. I will tell it you 100% I agree with that, but I would like to add an admin for this time and age. You got to figure out the right way to word it because people will get offended that you're kind of telling them that they're stupid. You're like, Hey, you don't understand that. What, you know, this is, this is what I was trying to tell you. That's why I said it this way. But like, I'm trying to tell you something. If you're more concerned about the way that I said it, then you miss the message. But that's an excuse that people use to miss the message, which is, oh, you said a curse word and that's not a thing. And you're like, do you, the whole thing was about women and, you know, like you're saying the whole thing was about women empowerment. The the one time that I said the, oh, that took away from everything else I said, like you weren't paying attention. You were just looking for something wrong. And that's what some people do. Um. Yeah, and you can't save everybody. <laughs> you know, you cannot yeah, save everybody. But there are people out there who are thirsty and hungry for the truth, and that's who we're out here to save. That's who we're out here to, you know, speak the truth to. Those oh. who have ears, let them hear. <laughs> well, everybody can get it, and that's why I say it depends on the way you say Because I nonchalantly say stuff to people all the time, and they'll come back to me like mm-hmm. a month later and be like, yo, that changed my life. And I'm like, I don't even remember saying that to you. Like, yeah, I know what you're talking about because that's something that I think. But, like, I never thought that, like, you know what I mean? I didn't mean that as a guideline to live your life by. I was just telling you, like, you right. know, don't let them get to you right now. Like, yeah, it's going to be fun. Like, nah, man, the way, but, you know, I shouldn't be letting them do that. And I'm about to change the game. And you're like, oh, <laughs> You know, and that's my thing where I just like to talk. Where I like, oh, man, I was just talking to you. I didn't know that we were really getting to, getting in depth, you know. But I, I like that. That's that's super dope because that is the thing. Because people take your words differently. And that's why yeah. some people can be super inspired by what you say. And certain people will be super pissed by what you say. It's just depending on their mindset and how open you are and how really much you actually are, like you said, looking for more knowledge. That's right. If you're already set in your ways, then you kind of like you just form an opinion and you've already had exactly. your opinion formed before you heard it. But let's That's get right. everybody's opinion to switch topics real quick. March on the Mountain. Yes. What is this song about? March on the Mountain. Um, that song is really important to me. Well, I, I really just want everyone to hear it first, and then I will tell them what it's about. But I want them okay. to hear it first. Yeah, okay. That's cool. So we're going to play March on the Mountain. It's fxbgpublicradio.com below the deck. We're on with Angelica Australia. Roll around in your graves a bit 
Make sure that them bitches fit Cause you're not getting out no time soon Oh no Watch out that your foot don't flip If you dig a pit, then you'll fall in it You know that you've been throwing mud at me Well guess what, bitch, I'm not crying I'm standing here with my smiley face on the Cause you'll die soon All around me, you're March on the Mountains, man. Angelica Estrella. Am I saying your name? I'm saying your last name correctly, right? Estrella? Estrella, yep. Estrella, okay. So you can't, yeah. you got to go Spanish at the beginning, but English at the end. Or would you say Greek? Nope. It's just, it's not Greek. <laughs> it's Portuguese. Portuguese, um, okay. Angelica, yeah. I don't, Estrella. I don't, I'm not a world traveler. Oh, no, speaking of that, okay. no, because I, I do, I know, <laughs> I wanted to bring that up because that's one of the notes that I got about you they didn't um i did some research myself on you but what i did was told you speak 18 languages yes i have 18 languages tattooed on my arm i write songs in a bunch of different languages my job job i get commissioned to write songs for people in whatever language they speak so if you follow me on soundcloud yeah oh where they can find you at soundcloud um, it's soundcloud.com forward slash we, the letter R, unicorn. We, the letter oh, Okay. Yeah. And you guys make sure you guys yeah. go over there too, because you're on the band lab. Um, yeah. Band lab is where other musicians can connect with me and help me. You know, if I ever, whenever I do live shows, um, I need actual people to play the instruments because, you know, I can't just hold them all and, <laughs> and yeah. play them all. So I need actual people to get on stage and play those instruments with me and for me so that's where i connect with my music people oh yeah oh man i definitely am going to talk to you off air because i have and shout out said shout out she was a co-host for a little bit up here um she does other stuff now i guess but she's one of my she's a grunge rocker out here she's a badass um definitely uh doing some stuff like the same uh, i wouldn't say the same but similar you know what i mean yeah. Obviously, everybody's yeah, unique no in their own way. Yeah, but if I had to cat, if I had to put you both on tour as a tour manager, I'd be like, "Oh, these two acts would be on the yeah. same tour." So that's Sweet. based off yeah. of that. You know, that one. It's not the same music or the same sound. But that. Um, right. Now that I got all distracted, and we're going to come back to our other question. But so we just played. Um, we just played the song. March on the Mountains. March yeah. on the Mountains. And you wanted to play that. And I'm sorry. I got caught up in the Dagon language thing. That's okay. Um, we're going to get <laughs> yeah, back to the, the language thing. So but So what are... Yeah. Oh, dude. Super awesome. And that brought in perfect timing with us talking about, like, you know, all the language and blah, blah, blah. Because obviously yeah. you use the word bitch in there. And <laughs> that girls are offended by that i guess in this time this you know what i mean with every everything that's going on not to say that it's not i mean you'll find people who you know are offended about everything and you'll find people who are offended about other people being offended 
So, right. I mean, like, at the end of the day, you know, you just have to be yourself, be true to you. Like I was saying before, to speak the truth and, you know, the people who your tribe will follow. Um, I do a little bit of mentorship for women who are younger than me, you know, who are, who've left domestic violence or just trying to like become musicians. And, um, one thing I tell them is you don't want everybody as your friend and you don't want everybody as your follower. Like, so if people don't like you, be grateful for them. Be thankful that they decided really quickly that they didn't like you and moved on. And then that just makes more room for the people who do like you. Right, but the song is still empowering, which is the whole point, where you're actually outdoing this, and you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a big thing. You're not writing signs and going to protest people. You're making songs that people can listen to, which is relatable. That's why that was the point we were getting to where you're like, oh, there's curse words. That song has, that, that could be the biggest takeaway from the song, but that's not what the message was. No, it's not. And that's so what, I so want to go and be really on loud on this message because this song is so important to me. And this might turn a lot of people off, but it might also bring a lot of people closer and help them re- to relate Everybody's going to love so, you. <laughs> thank you. But um, this song, actually, I wrote it because I was inspired by two verses, believe it or not. Um, Psalms chapter 7, verse 15 through 16, it says they dig a hole to trap others, but they will fall into it themselves. They will get themselves into trouble. The violence they cause will only hurt themselves. And then Proverbs 26 verse 27 says, if you dig a pit, you will fall in it. If you start a stone rolling, it will roll back on you. And um, <laughs> that was just, yeah. those were just two, <laughs> two verses that I had read one day. And um, it came back to me, you know how like in the shower, all the best ideas come. So I was in the shower and I just started singing the hook for that song. And I was like, why does this sound so familiar? Of course, you know, the, the swear words, the word bitches in the Bible anywhere. It's just me being a person and putting my human twist on, you know, what I feel is a message that everyone needs to hear. And I know a lot of people will be able to relate to it because like every once in a while, you know, Everyone can say, I don't like cussing, cussing's bad, but I guarantee you, everybody, sometime in their life, I said a swear word, and they believed that there was a freaking point for that swear word at that time, and that's what that's about. (laughs) I'm going to go off on a limb here and say... I actually, I will say the views and expressions of FXBG Public Radio are below the deck are just the views and expressions of the host and the guest of this show and not the views and expressions of the sponsors or affiliated stations. I want to say you can say whatever the fuck you want to based off of the fact that you can't tell me that you wrote an artistic song with the word bitch in it and you just quoted me two full three verses from the Bible off the top of your head, just boom, 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 boom. Oh, I know that too. <laughs> At that point, it's erased all doubt, like where you're like, oh, well, you know, that's negative. And the, like, what? I can't quote you. I can quote one line, one full. Actually, maybe, actually, now that I think about it, maybe like two, but one of them is, I can only quote from the Bible based off of the movie Pulp Fiction. And that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? The end of Pulp Fiction, they do Ezekiel 24 12. And that's like, I can recite that verse. And there's a couple other that I had to learn whenever I was back, you know, doing the, um, I, I was, I had to go to Catholic. I had to get like confirmed to Catholic. So you got to go to the school for like on Wednesdays, every like Wednesday for a couple of weeks, whenever you're a kid before you're allowed to go to church and they'll teach you some right. stuff. So I know like a couple of them, but I could not off the top of my head, quote you like specific Bible verses. Like you did, like at this point, you can say whatever you want to, to me. Cause I'm like, Oh no, she's no. you're way smarter <laughs> though. than like, that's why it's not even like in the sense of artistic, like you're actually a very smart person. And that's what I just well, realized. I, I was like, Oh wow. I read a lot. I love reading. And one right. thing I do every day is read my Bible. And like, that's just oh. something that I, I love doing. Like a lot of people are like, you know, I don't want to, it's boring to me. It's fun. I, um, everyone, one thing, everyone who knows me knows about me is that I say this, I'm not going to do everything you want me to do, but I'm going to do in the best of my ability, everything that God wants me to do. Right. And and when I write my music and when I write my songs, I'm praying, I'm asking God, is this okay? And you know, he might be like, I don't agree with this, this part, but I'd be like, you know what? 
cover me, bless me, please protect me. I'm going to keep going forward, you that's, know, doing no, this no, part. Because I'm still right. a person. And yeah. I have to be, uh, to me, I have to say this out loud because it's important. But, People are like, well, she cusses, so I should be allowed to. I should be able to do this because she does it. My life isn't for everyone to copy. My life is just so people can see that I am doing what I believe is the best thing to do. And people should do what they believe, as long as it's not hurting other people, is best for them to do. Like, if you want to become a musician, go and be a musician. Start doing it today. If you want to be a dancer, go start dancing. Do it today. If you are like, because a lot of people are like, I can't be a dancer. I can't be a musician. I have this. I'm overweight or I'm this. And I want people to just break those chains and say, it doesn't matter if you're not perfect. If you don't look like everyone else thinks you should look or speak like everyone else thinks you should speak, still do what you want to do. Do what you're called to do. That's what I I want people to know. I want to say two things on that. And one is the word, the one word in a song should, should not outweigh the message, which is the point that I was like, that doesn't outweigh the message. So that's nothing to be like, Oh, you're disagreeing. The, The point that you're, you're encouraging people and setting them up is is super like dope where you don't have to ask for forgiveness about it, like art that you're doing like, oh <laughs> part of i said one bad word uh, but that's yeah that you missed the message if that's what you're focusing on you miss the message and the reason that you were saying that word which is you know yeah, there was a reason there's a message here, here. you missed the art in the whole thing which is you know what i mean it's just like some people don't see it um the second thing is I agree 100% with what you say as doing like the radio and, and the management and the production stuff that we do. Anybody can do whatever you want to do. Dude, everybody started. That was the whole thing. You're like, oh, well, they're super famous or whatever you like. That's the point is not to be famous. And I stress this so much on all my shows. Famous is not a thing. It's just something <laughs> that people can call you based off of the fact that people know about you. It doesn't mean that you're me that you're making money or you're doing anything. I always use Tiger Woods is not famous because he's Tiger Woods. He's famous because he's really good at golf. Kobe Bryant right. is a really good basketball player. That's why he's famous. They're not famous based off of their names. Their names are famous based off of their skills. So that's a difference. So focus on your skills. If famous is not a thing, it's just something people can call you. You could be the most famous person in the world and make zero dollars off of it. Ask some of these people who call themselves. What's that? That's the one. I'm about to go into a rant. Hold on. Give me two minutes. (laughs) People call themselves Instagram models. And it bothers me because Instagram is a platform for people to take pictures of themselves or other things that you see. Everybody on Instagram is an Instagram model in that sense then. Everybody's taking pictures of themselves on Instagram. And if you're not taking pictures of other stuff, then you're an Instagram photographer. You're not an Instagram model. You're not like you're not making any money off. That's not going anywhere. You're just like everybody else who uses the platform. You know what I mean? Build your stuff. But I don't like because people down other people. Well, I'm an Instagram model. You're like, dude, the girl that you think is not good enough, she posted 10 pictures of herself yesterday. She's an Instagram model to me because that's what, you know, I saw there's a website with her pictures on it. If that's all it takes. And that's literally the app is for taking pictures of yourself. That's what they made it for. So if you made an app to take pictures of yourself, then in that sense, everybody on it's a model. Every dude, every girl is a model on Instagram. You can't use that as a job title to me. That's not a thing. Oh, I got 100,000 followers. That doesn't, Instagram doesn't pay you to be on their platform, and they don't pay you based off of how many views you get. So No, Instagram doesn't. But, you know, there's other things that happen once you get, you know, you can get sponsors if you know how to market yourself, right? You there's have to do the things the that work. happen for you, but you have to do the work. That's, That's right. You why. have to do the work. The job, that's what it is. Yeah. The job. It's not about being famous. I got a whole bunch of views. Well, how are you turning this into a business? That's why people are right. mad at the Kardashian people. They made a lot of money from people paying that people started paying attention to them and they figured out ways to make money off of that. That is why they are rich. They're not just, oh, we did it, they did it, we could do it too. You're like, they started doing businesses. These fools run makeup lines and all sorts of shit you don't even know about. You like they got tennis shoes probably I don't even know about. You know, <laughs> you're like they got all sorts of crazy stuff going on. Like that is market yourself 
build your brand and build yourself because it's not the internet is not going to take you to the next level. It's not. It's just like everybody's on it. It's got flooded at the beginning when it first became hot and you got your soldier boy coming out and oh, somebody made a million dollars. That's not the way it's so flooded right now. And everybody's doing it. That's not how you make your money. You got to get out there and really talk to the people. And like you were saying, making songs that are actually relatable to the people. People are buying into so much of this social media and being famous thing that you miss the point of marketing yourself. If your marketability, if you can get. Not to cut you off, but the biggest part is marketing. But the biggest part about marketing that people don't understand, I've taken a bunch of courses in marketing. I I almost have a degree in marketing. But um, it's actually just making relationships with people. You got to go back to basics and just be friends with people. Yes, that's that's, 100%. That's where it's at. You definitely have to know the people that you know, and that's a perfect time for me to shout out. Shout out JT um, down at Enterprise Management down there, South Carolina, man. He definitely books a lot of my shows. He definitely got me this great interview that we're doing right now with you. So make sure you shout yes. out JT and the Enterprise Thank Management you, team down there, um, you know, in the Big Woo um, family and all the Enterprise um, family down there. Um, so. Definitely thank you guys. They're down there further south, which is awesome that we, you know, that they they got us a DC guest this week. You know, they throw yeah. they throw them out there. I got a couple random ones. I think we did like a Minnesota guest, uh, a couple other random spots that just are out there. But DC is definitely in our market area. So, um, anybody who wants to check out Angelica Estrella, can you give them your social media while I'm doing promo? Yeah, no problem. Um, I'm on Facebook. You can check me out, facebook.com forward slash unicorns are we. That's the letter R. Um, Twitter, unicorns are we. Instagram, we are unicorns underscore. Uh, YouTube is youtube.com forward slash C forward slash we are unicorns. And you're also on the band lab with the slash. Yeah, um... it's in band lab. That's we are unicorns. Well, that's I just brought that up because um, when I was searching you earlier, that was the first one that popped up. It also has all your music on there. Yeah, which is perfect band timing, lab. also for us to we band are. Lab, not, I don't get paid for Band Lab to promote them, but I absolutely we're not. I just want people to listen to your lab. music. I want to go to your page on that site. I'm you know, yeah. I know all those places aren't selling you know records, but I love them though. I, I want love people. Band all lab. your songs are right on here, which is why yes. We want to get into another one. Do you want to enter this one before or after? Because we got to tame a unicorn since we were bringing up the We Are a Unicorn. Oh, tame a unicorn. Um, oh, to tame a unicorn. That's but a crazy, saying... zany song. Actually, um, that one was co-written with Marley Dibbs, who is on um, on Fan Lab. She wrote the um, song. She would love, love, love to have it played. Okay. So I will, yeah. I was gonna say because I got I another like my, one. I still like it so much. It's not I, that one's not a rock song. That's like a little different one that she she's a um kind of like a reggae kind of. Uh, it'll give them a feel because DJ. I'll tell you that it was the first one that popped up on my, and then it's way more surprised. Maybe we should have done that first because I know. the one I I played <laughs> it and I was like, man, this is a good song. And then I played the next one and I was like. Oh, this is a rock song. I was like, oh, she's a rocker, <laughs> rocker, like going out. But this one is super, it has a super, yeah, with the reggae and the like spiritual feel, like kind of. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I definitely brought up my Latin roots on that. And uh, so that's a lot of fun. That one, that one was a lot of fun to do. Well, let's play this one. We'll just play it. It's on, oh, okay. it's a little bit long. We'll play part of it since you know, like you okay, we'll play yeah. like half of it because it's like five minutes long. We got ten minutes. Yeah, it is a long one. To tame a unicorn, though, and you guys could check this out on Angelica Australia's page. Um, make sure you guys go check her out everywhere they just said, and we'll obviously go over that before we get back. But this is to tame a unicorn on fxbgpublicradio.com below the deck. She's good, but she can't. 
can't be tamed. She's good, and you know her name. She's good, but she can't be tamed. She's a wild one. She's good, but she can't be tamed. She's good, and you know her name. She's good, but she can't be tamed. She's a wild one. Yeah, she's a wild one, yes, indeed. Unicorn, yes, that's her breed. She's a wild one, yes, indeed. Unicorn, yes, that's her breed. She rolls with the wind and she flows with the tide. She blows with the breezes. See if you can ride. Hold on tight, cause she won't let you go. Hold on tight, cause there's one way to go. Hold on tight, cause she won't let you know when the winds are changing. song yeah this is definitely a really good song um i like that i want to ask you guys i'll leave it playing in the background and we can talk about it that is um to tame a unicorn and obviously that's angelica australia it's fxbgpublicradio.com below the deck i'm nick as always but we're gonna get back into this with this um i want to ask you a question about this specifically because i had this conversation earlier with somebody and it's super perfect that you're on on the radio with me um this song I was saying rock and roll music. You were from the 90s. You were there in the 90s. 80s and 90s rock music. There were bands. You're like, these are the bands out. I said, after the 2000s stuff, I can't tell you who's the number one rock band right now. Oh, I I can. (laughs) Who? Panic at the Disco. But do you, that's my thing. Okay. So on the other side, hip hop, right? Hip hop mm-hmm. in the early 2000s, super hip hop. Now you got like, oh, Drake is number one. The pop, hip hop, rock and roll, pop, rock and roll. Everything that like has kind of merged, that's mainstream, has like merged either like one of those two styles or both of them in to fit. Do you feel yeah, that? Yeah, you have, but there's still some. See, I kind of feel that way, and and I and I. Because you remember the Foo Fighters in Nirvana. I do. You're like I those do. were like you're like Foo Fighters, Nirvana, like they were the you know Radiohead, and like you're like there was bands, yeah. like bands that yeah, played yeah. rock and roll music that was just rock music. There was no like you still heard it on the radio, but it was not the pop involved. You know what I mean? And then. There's rap yeah. that was like straight rap that you wouldn't hear on the radio because it was straight rap. And then it turned like some of the pop, like the popular stuff, like you'll hear on those mixed stations. Like, you know what I mean? They have like, oh, today's top hits. But there's certain songs that you'll def- that you would hear on there that you won't hear based off of the fact that like that's too rock or that's too rap. And I was like, there's like a, a center of like a pop, like, you know, like when you make the circles and they all overlap mm-hmm. and you know, I'm like, the pop yeah. is in the middle <laughs> So it's like rock and then rap and then like pop is in the middle and everything that's from both of them kind of go can fit into the middle. If you fit in that middle, you're selling. Do you feel that you need to do that? Like, because obviously you said like, I'm not going to repeat what you said, actually, because you definitely shouldn't have said that. But it's not what I'll say is you said it wasn't your favorite song. Um, But... (laughs) 
So, but do you no, feel? No, it, it's not. And I know, like, and I want to. It's no disrespect to anybody. That, I know a lot of musicians have songs they don't totally love. I hate but, the whole um, first album I ever made. Yeah. I listen to it still. I hate the whole thing. I'm like, dude, I could have done so much of this differently and so much better. When 100%. But, um, yeah, so I, it's it's not what I love to do, but, like, I have done a lot of things. I mean, I have, like, a rap album. Um, it's really, actually, really good. I was really proud of it. I'll send but, it to you me know, that's, like, um, the... the the band that I worked with at that time, the rap band, I don't know why I call it a band, but it was the rap group that I worked with at the time. Um, we kind of fell off and I know why, you know, because a lot of the music was not, like you said, the, the central kind of music. It was mostly just hip hop, like really, really hard hip hop, hard hitting hip hop. And, um, and I know that that, that we all understood and, and felt that as well. It was like, this is not the time for it. There might be a time and place, but this, this, era isn't really ready to and willing to listen to that i know um i remember when that started to happen was i don't know if you remember that um i can ride my bike with no handlebars the Shit. flowbot jeez yes yeah the flow yes. that's when that started to happen was when the flowbot started to merge the rap and the rock together and it was so indistinguishable it got them you know um you know the, the top hits but now you don't hear about them at all Rap went super even, pop when they started making hooks and beats instead of lyrics. Yeah. When you said, yeah. um, what's that? Chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. With a soda oh. in the center or something. What yeah, is that? Yeah, like the dance. Those have always been a thing. Those are like dance songs. I don't they know came out really after Soldier Boy, dance. but that's what the song is. That's what you hear on the radio. They're playing that on... Yeah. On your mainstream radio station, you hear that you can't dance in your car. Well, you... what about Kendrick Lamar? Because I feel like he's a really, really strong hip hop artist that they still play on the radio. Like I, I really there, love. That's Kendrick why Lamar. you have to. J. Cole's Kendrick Lamar's the people that Got rap it. bars. It's it's rapping songs, telling stories, and they don't right. have to necessarily be like your story or my story, but it's real life stuff, and it's it goes both ways yeah. where. You know, it kind of, it kind of stays though with with that thing where you're like, I think I think both of them have done it on purpose because as an artist, dude, I worked at Def Jam for for two years, and that is one hundred percent what the owners will pit not the owners, and I'm not going to say that like, but the management like from over there, whoever's the management that's running it is your A and R's and your people are like, yo, you got to get a hit. Like, we need a hit. Like, I love, oh, this is a good song. This is, I can't play, I can't put this on the radio. It right. is, and you can. It's, it's not because it's dirty. Songs. It's not because of the, the language. It's just like, right, this is right. not, uh, this is not what It's people not the want. formula. That's why I quit. I was like, dude, how the fuck Jerry ain't going to tell me what the fuck is going to get played on the radio. You know how long it took me to make this <laughs> damn song? This is a good song. Fuck Jerry from over there. And I'll tell you that specifically. I make my own radio. <laughs> yeah. Now, look, guess what happened? Yeah, he gave me that money. And yeah, now we over here. Nah. <laughs> Independent. But, yeah, no, nah, that's it's, it's a thing, though, where you're like, make me a hit, make me a hit. And that it really deters artists, I think. And dilutes yes. the music that even independent people put out because everybody's trying to make a hit. A hit, yeah. You're like, you didn't go yeah. in there to make a song. That's why we'll make right. three songs in a day because they were songs. I don't know if anybody's going to like them, but that's the reason we bought the microphone is because if you don't like them, we're going to make three more songs tomorrow. And that is because we like to make music. If you didn't buy this is not going to sell. This is not. And my big thing that got on diluted with that is because me as being one of the, the owners of my company and picking up artists, if you would have brought me like a little Uzi Vert verse or something, I'd have been like, oh, no, nah, I don't want to work on that. And come to find out, this motherfucker sold millions and millions and millions of records. And you're like, I if that would have come across my desk at first, I would have said no to that. Like yeah. straight up. And that's why I stopped even doing that. I'm like, I don't even I can't. I got to stop like. We got to stop trying to figure out what the people want. And that's why I'm like, just make what you like. If you try to figure out what the people like as an artist, you're going to continuously change your sound 
and you're going to have to continuously try to change your fan base, and you're not going to get that center, which is the center, your home core, your core fan base that will mess with you no matter what you do. And that's a big thing. you got to build that. Like where you're like, yo, I'm I mess with this guy based off of his stuff. If he went to go do a pop song, I understand because he was trying to make some money. It's not my favorite song, but I understand it because he's always true to the music on the whole rest of the album. You got to do one right. or two for the for the culture or whatever for the thing. That's fine, but like, you know, I just want to play to the people that like you. You know what I mean? That's a big thing. I, I saw a comedian say that where he's like, dude, I sell out of venues and I know I tell stupid jokes. He's like, I do it on purpose. The jokes mm-hmm. are dumbed down because people like them. If it was, if you didn't like it, then don't come because other people will. And I'm not saying that because I think everybody should come subscribe to my page below the deck. Make <laughs> sure you guys go to iTunes on below the deck and subscribe. Uh, make sure you go to Below the Deck also, Below the Deck, um, or shit, that's not Below the Deck, fxbgpublicradio.com, um, and click on the current shows, hit Below the Deck, you'll be able to catch this interview, should be uploaded by tomorrow, probably, actually probably like five minutes after I get off here, but EK's sitting right there laughing, kind of, he heard me, uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, this will be up before you get home, dog, um, so, but I'll make sure I post the link in there for you, um, we're down to our final minute. I did. I done rambled it off at the end. My bad. Um, but we got Angelica Estrella. Can you give people your social media and where they can find you and buy your music? We'll go. We'll go with that. Can you tell them where they can buy your music or find your music and find you if they want to follow you? Yes. Find me on Facebook. Follow me. Facebook.com forward slash unicorns. The letter R, we. So that's Unicorns Are We on Facebook. Unicorns Are We on Twitter. Uh, we Are Unicorns on Instagram with the underscore. And on BandLab and SoundCloud, I am We Are Unicorns. Follow, like, subscribe, share, share, share. Uh, oh, just, yeah. Check out our music. Let me know what you think. Only nice things. If you have mean things, just keep on going. You don't need to say them. <laughs> keep it to but yourself. That, I'm, I'm thankful for you guys checking me out. I'm thankful for you guys having me on your show today. I really appreciate that. Oh, we love to have you. You're an awesome, awesome guest. Super, super awesome guest. Uh, you just reminded me too. And I, oh, do you have any live shows coming up where people can catch you out in public? Nope, not until um 2020. So awesome. Keep looking out for the spring. I'm a spring person i don't like coming out when it's snowing i'm not coming out uh, no. i hibernate like a bear just hibernating <laughs> grizzly season shout out Fredericksburg grizzlies your aba basketball team here in Fredericksburg. i don't know if i'll be doing the announcing this year but i'm still gonna shout them out because i gotta go into make sure you guys check out lead strong mentoring and ubb presents fundraising fashion show concert that's fashion with purpose productions that's going to be november 23rd 4 p.m to 8 p.m Doors open at three twenty-five dollars a ticket. VIP tickets are thirty-five dollars. That'll have Tay to Prince, who was just on this program two weeks ago. That's John Legend's nephew be in the building. Um, Mister um, Carlay will be there. Um, Reverend Angie Lewis will be there, and obviously our favorite junior model, Naja Mickens, who is national junior Miss East Coast USA. So make sure you guys come out there, check that out. Um, I will be out there doing some sound for that event. Um, and also, EK the DJ back there. FXBG Public Radio, I guess we'll call that, was doing sound for that event. So I got to shout that out. Um, what else do we have? Nothing. Shock Monkeys Radio was on right before here. I was on that show. Check that out. I said something super inappropriate, which I'm sure you can find on YouTube tomorrow because he's going to make a clip of that specific statement I made. Um, and... Um, Thank you, thank you, thank you, Angelica, for being on our show. Yes. Angelica Estrella, make sure you guys thank check you having me. her out, man. Super, super dope interview. Really liked having you on. We'll definitely make sure we get back up with you because you're in the D.C. area. Yeah. Yeah, so we're 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 close, so we'll definitely make sure we'll um, I'll add you on the Facebook out there. We'll start linking up to get some events together so we can see try to maybe get you out here in the Fredericksburg area so some of our local listeners can check you out live. And in person, but yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, we gotta get out of here. What am I? Oh, I'm running over two minutes. Uh oh, (laughs) I was two minutes over. See, EK didn't say nothing, but we'll start. Um, we'll be back next week. Um, shout out JT for the set of the meeting. Um, 
Enterprise Management, Angelica Estrella, Omnic, as always, your host, man. It's fxbgpublicradio.com, below the deck. We will see you next Tuesday. Oh, well, don't turn it off. Fridays, you got to go on Fridays. I'm on Right Side Radio from 6 to 7, and then, um, wait, no. Is that? Yeah, 6 to 7? 6.30 to 7.30. Man, that's damn, I've been doing this show for like four months. I'm on that show. Right Side Radio, we do every Friday, 6.30 to 7.30. And then Dizzy Thoughts is from nine or from 8 until 9. So make sure you guys check that out. Those are our um, live shows on the YouTube. So you guys check those out on YouTube. And also, um, I believe Right Side's on fxbgpublicradio.com. But thank you, thank you, Angelica Estrella. Thank you, um for being on the show and I'll see you guys for tuning in next week on Tuesday.